0: Time to talk some racing. Great to be joined now by leading Sydney jockey, Tommy Berry. Tommy, good morning. How are you?
1: Good, boys. How are you?
0: Really well, thank you. And Saturday, you had the one winner for Bjorn Baker. She's an A-lister. You had three seconds. How satisfied were you with the day out there at Ramwick on Saturday?
1: Oh, never satisfied running seconds. second. It's the worst (laughs) worst place to run, but... um... But anyway, it was good. We finished off on a bit of a high, and i had a really good week. I think it was five city winners for the week. So it was a good week overall, but a bit, bit frustrating Saturday. and uh, But uh, going forward, it's a nice, nice couple of weeks with some good rides coming up. So it's good. And, and I did watch Melbourne. Loz, not bad by your man, mate. She's come back well. Yeah, she was all right, Tommy.
0: I, I don't like being critical of jockeys. You know what I like. <laughs> I've never banged but, you before, Tommy. <laughs> but, um, I, oh, jeez, I thought he could have made it. <laughs> well, you big...
1: haven't. You, you haven't got my uh, my message that I've sent you about four times trying to get on it. So, um, Well, mate, I leave, it with, <laughs> <laughs> leave yeah. it with me. Leave it with me. Leave it
0: with me. Embassy in the long road plate. Wren's um, second. Um, what do you make of his run?
1: Yeah, look, uh, considering at the end of the day, um, you know, the way the track played, you're not really meant to know that so early on, but the inside turn turned out to be off and he um, had to sort of come that five, four to five off the fence in the straight. So for him to sort of kick clear at his first start and then get run down by a horse that was in a better part of the track and had a run under its belt, a bit more experience, you know, he's a lovely colt going forward. I think he'll improve once he gets to you know, the 11 and 1200 and um, I think he might run in the Silver Slipper in a couple of weeks. So he's definitely one to look out for. Tim Moravia in the Eskimo Prince
0: at the 300 really thought he was just going to run on with it. Just ran out of condition, Tommy?
1: No, I definitely didn't run out of condition. He was there to run well and we're very keen on his chances. Right. So, look, he, he was disappointed, uh, disappointing. Um, just go back to the drawing board with him. He might be a horse that's just typical of, you know, needs a bit of confidence. So there is an opportunity for him to just drop back to benchmark grade um, to get that win and then... You know if he doesn't when he is a cult, so um you know he's going to make up his own mind of whether he keeps him or he doesn't and uh you know he'll have a couple of starts to to prove it to his his connections that um he's worthy
0: of keeping him beer Baron we had uh, Peter Osborne on the show last week, and uh beer Baron it was only his second start but but I guess uh, you know it just probably came a bit too quickly for him that race.
1: Yeah, look, he's he definitely got the ability to run in a race of that quality and that nature. But the occasion got to him on the weekend. When I rode him at his first start, he was just such a lovely, quiet horse, and and took everything in his stride. But it was Saturday he got very hot in the yard, and you know, two-year-olds—it's the old saying: one minute you've got them, the next minute you don't. And and you only really find out that on race day because at home they're in their routine, you know, they're happy and you know he was working very well from all reports his trial was good um but that was at his home track at, i think he's trained out of goldman so um you know and then you get him to race day at Randwick. There week was a good crowd there on saturday and i think just the occasion got to him and he he pulled up pretty like he'd had a, a a tough day out you know and he he had a pretty good run in the race so it might just all be happening a bit quick and um, but, you know, they, they've got a nice horse, and I think in time he'll, he'll definitely make it to that sort of grade. Yeah, you're close on Derry
0: Grove as well. He's a consistent type of horse.
1: He is. He's, he's probably eleven hundred's probably his sweet spot. You know, 1,000 is touch too short, and you go one more stride and he gets the bob in there. And... Um, You know, maybe I just wasn't strong enough. He's had Nash on him the last four times, and I gave him a smack. He was like, that fly squat me out the back there. So, (laughs) he he might... I think he's got Nash back on him in two weeks' time anyway, so he'll get his opportunity there. But he's he's a very consistent galloper, and he's paying the price for it a little bit now. He's getting up in the weights, but he's he's going well.
0: Of course, we're getting into the good part, Autumn Carnival, really on our doorstep, Tommy. And, you know, how hard is your agent P. Joyce working at the moment? How hard are you riding him? I...
1: (laughs) He's actually doing too good a job. He's getting me a lot of rides, uh, which is great, and uh, a lot of good ones coming up. But you've got to keep Paulie on the tail. He's up there in Queensland, and that was like when people in Queensland—it's a beautiful place—and they can get a bit relaxed at times, sitting on the beach and drinking their lattes. And <laughs> yeah, he uh, just yeah, ask hang, hangs out with. Yeah, exactly, hundred percent. He's actually very, very similar. To them two blokes, I've heard. so. Um, <laughs> But, uh, no, you are doing a good job. We've got some really nice rides going forward, as I said, in the next couple of weeks, so I'm excited about that.
0: What are you made of the two-year-old so far, Tommy?
1: Uh, gay, gay, gay. He's mm-hmm. just... Um, I've spoken to a few other riders that don't ride for gay, and, um, you know, you're finding... You just, you're looming up to them, and they're finding another gear, and I haven't seen, you know, a trainer be so dominant in the two-year-old ranks for a very long time, and I did a lot of riding for gay... Stable rider for many years, and we had a couple of slipper winners together. But this year just seems to be that she's got all bases covered. And um, look, there's still plenty of other stables that have got nice two year olds, but she seems to hold all the cards at the moment. But um, you know, there's a long way to the slipperwood. I think we've still got six weeks to go, and a lot can change in that time. But um, at the moment, she's she's where it, it all is. We've got a few rides at, at Hawkesbury today, and obviously
0: on the Kenzo tomorrow. Is there a galloper or two you? Particularly confident on Tommy?
1: Um, I like our gold hope. I've I've got three nice rides today at Hawkesbury. Mm -hmm. Um, Sideshow will be very hard to beat in race four. Um, Our gold hope, I think it might be in
0: in race Uh, five, maybe. That's race two. Race two, number three. Our gold hope for Robert and Luke Price.
1: And Silver Cliff. Um, It's a really nice horse. I was meant to run at Canterbury a couple of weeks ago Mm -hmm. and it. I thought it would have been hard to beat there. So it has found a nice, uh, a strong maiden. I trailed Banana Queen the other day and it it trailed really well too. So but keep an eye on a horse called President that runs first up tomorrow for um, Chris Waller. He's a, he's a lovely colt. He's trailed well on both occasions. He's well-bred, uh, owned by the Colt syndicate of uh, Henry Field and Newgate Farm. And um, he's drawn a bit awkward and it, it's come up a pretty strong, strong two-year-old race. But he's won, if he doesn't win tomorrow just write him down in your little black book because he's going to, he's
0: going to be a nice two-year-old colt going forward. Okay, that's on the Kenzo tomorrow for our listeners. Race two, number four, President. It's $7 currently for that two-year-old race, and guess who's got the favourite? Gay Waterhouse Adrian Bott, $2.30 favourite, Chateau Miraval. But President, with Tommy in the saddle, we'll keep a close eye on. Uh, Tommy, great to chat as always, mate.
1: Uh, looking forward to catching up with you Saturday night. I was able to get a seat at the table there at Menangle. Oh, beautiful. So, um, I'll be popping out to see you
0: there. Looking forward to it. Well, I'm sure you, mate, Jay Croker, surely we can get some Menangle mail via him, or is that fraught with danger?
1: Oh, he's male lately. Him and Brad Hewitt, it's been woeful. So <laughs> they, got a winner, they both got a winner together yesterday and forgot to tip it, but the ones before that... The the account's getting very low. So um, <laughs> I might stick clear, stick clear of them and get a few tips off you boys. You just seem to go all right with the trot stations.
0: Loz? No, Tommy, no, I'm not much chop, mate. No, Come no on, not just anymore. Sell it. yourself with some confidence. No, I like to go under the radar and then just lob on the night and get the job I done. I don't
1: know about that. Your multis, what your multis is, anything to go by? I might stick clear of you. Mate, guys. last year like,
0: we were on fire, Tommy. We were on fire last didn't year. Didn't you
1: get the flick from doing the
0: multi? Oh, uh, retired. For two weeks. <laughs> we <didn't retire. laughs> I stood down. <laughs> like a footy player out of four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. <laughs> we'll see you Saturday. All good. Cheers, guys. See you, mate. Appreciate it. Thank you.